Welcome to the Creative Brew, helping you keep your creative juices brewing. We're giving out chunks of insight, motivation, and practicality for your creative journey. Welcome to a new episode of the Creative Brew, giving you insights on your creative journey. This episode is brought to you by uh, some great partners of mine. First of all, Panels Comics and Coffee Bar here in beautiful, well, today is actually a rainy Oceanside, California. They have some of the hottest graphic novels and comic books out right now. Uh, they also have a wide assortment of merchandise, toys, as well as some uh, back issue uh, vintage comic books for all my, my little comic book uh, nerds and collectors. Uh, if you mention the Creative Brew, you'll get 10% off your next uh, purchase and also, too, you can reach out to them uh, on Instagram or Facebook at Panels Coffee, or you go to panelscoffee.com for more information. My next partner is Elevate Coffee Trading, and if you appreciate specialty coffee, enjoy outdoor adventures, and love helping elevate the lives of children around the world, then you're going to love Elevate Coffee Trading. Their mission is to extract hope with uh, through love, coffee, and adventures. There's free shipping in the United States, and every bag of coffee helps uh, sponsor health and education and coffee-producing companies such as Guatemala, uh, as well as areas of need in the United States. Uh, you can follow their mission, follow their story uh, on social media at Elevate Coffee Trading, and you can visit online at ElevateCoffeeTrading.com. And uh, they actually have a, a couple of announcements. They actually have a virtual 5K race, uh, Coffee Lovers 5K race that's um, that's going on between February 11th to the 14th. And um, so you can check out check out the website. Um, they're partnered up with Run On Run On um, and Fort Worth um, in the Texas area. And uh, yeah, so they're they pretty much got a virtual uh, race for all my running and coffee lovers. So you can get some uh, race swag. Uh, you can support them with a raffle ticket, um, or you can do your own race. So you don't you don't have have to be there in Richardson, Texas, for this. You can run your own race anywhere um, and track it, send it back. So, um, but there's more information. You can sign up on uh, elevatecoffeetrading.com, and they've got all the information on that. So uh, another partner of mine is Astropad, and if you're a digital creator like me, uh, Astropad actually turns your iPad Pro into a professional uh, graphics tablet. So with me, I can use Photoshop, InDesign, Illustrator, all my design tools right from my iPad, and actually creates a a, um, a second screen that turns into a uh, another graphics tablet for me to use to actually work and fine tune on uh, various projects, um, especially if I'm doing retouches in Photoshop or working on logo designs and and in design, uh, AstroPad actually is a um, real critical tool to to what I do in my professional work. Uh, so you can uh, check them out at AstroPad App. Um, actually, I'm sorry, AstroPad HQ uh, on Instagram and Facebook, um, and you can check them out on AstroPad.com for more information. And then my last sponsor is CoboPod, and this is where we're at today. And like I said, they've been a great partner of mine, uh, helping to produce high quality um, shows for the Creative Brew. And the Cobopod is a boutique uh, video and audio production studio here in Oceanside. So this is for any content creator. So if you're a podcaster, vlogger, um, you know, you're looking to build an online class, workshops, um, commercials, anything that you can think of, uh, Cobopod has the setup for it. Um, if you swing by today, like I said, um, check it out. And see the venue. Uh, everyone that I've brought in for as a guest has has loved the, the loved the setup, loved the vibe of it. 
And um, so, yeah, I said, I get a lot of people right now. They, they send, hey, I want to start my podcast or, hey, I want to create some more content for my brand. You know what? Swing by. Let's book a session today. Go to cobalpod.org for more information. Today, um, like I said, we've got a new guest. And, you know, San Diego, actually, the, between North County, uh, which is, you know, Oceanside, <clears throat> Vista, Carlsbad, and even going down to San Diego, uh, it is a, a very, I've noticed, with you know from my six years here uh it is a very creative community um there is just a a, a wide array of of talent uh just musically uh from an artistic standpoint you know designers photographers painters yeah. um it's, it's wild so uh, i'm glad to uh, you know and this was my goal to sort of bring on some some new people uh, bring on other musicians other creators which i do but um it's always good to sort of find those hidden gems uh per se so um today bringing on uh marlon d uh is a stage name and like i said he's a um a musician uh producer like i said he's from from what i've seen he's he's got a uh, a great vision a great story for what he's trying to do and and uh, like i said he's definitely promoting a new album um, but yeah, we're going to share his story today and, and, um, see how he got from, from where he was to, to now. Hey, what up, dude? <laughs> How's it going? How's it going? I'm good. Thanks for having me, bro. What up, Michael? <laughs> Michael J. White. No. <laughs> That's the inside joke. For people that don't know, I, I'm sure a lot of my friends, they, they mess with me about looking like Michael J. White from, so he's a, a actor and, you know, he's played in, in Spawn and some, in some other movies. I feel like I gotta <laughs> so do goes, pushups right now. Oh. <laughs> my my chest is not up to date. <laughs> can we cuss here? Um, no, we can't. Okay, I, yeah, it's like we can't. yeah. Right, good. <laughs> Thanks for letting me know. Oh, uh, not a problem. So yeah, let's let's talk about um, your. I guess just a short intro into who you are and your in your journey. So you can go ahead and take it. What's up, y'all? My name's Marlon D. Um, born in the Philippines, but I grew up in Oxnard, California. Uh, Went to college in Cal State Fullerton. Um, when I graduated, I moved shortly to San Diego after that in 2010, and been here in San Diego County since 2010. Sweet, sweet. Um, I'm an artist. Uh, yeah, I, I have a podcast, but I'm really a an MC first, you know, out yeah. of everything. Yeah. So. So you do you do you feel like uh, even with you being a, a that. Being an MC, how did how did it even start? Like, how did what was your first like introduction into into music? Well, my mom and dad like had records early, like vinyl <laughs> in the Philippines. So, you know, Filipinos, the bell bottoms, they were the fly ones back in the seventies. You know what I mean? So yeah. they were always into music. But when me and my family moved to the U.S., when me and my sisters got to Oxnard, um, my cousins were DJs. So they. Like, although I was hearing, like, Tone Loke and Vanilla Ice and House of Pain, like, we crisscross, like, that was already blowing up in the Philippines, but, or even Hammer. So yeah. I heard of hip-hop, but it wasn't until I was 10, probably, like, 95, my cousins were DJs, so mm -hmm. they introduced me to culture and a whole set of music yeah. that I never would have had access to in the Philippines. So from there, I started writing rhymes, man, since I was, like, 10. Mm. Just trying to imitate the brat. <laughs> I was trying to sound like the brat. <laughs> I love the brat, by the way. And I was just trying to imitate corrupt. I was trying to imitate crisscross when I was like 10. So that's how I started, just trying to like mimic Snoop. But I think as I kept doing it in high school, I, I started like, you know, after a while, you don't want to imitate 
um, your idols no more. You're mm -hmm. starting to like find your own voice as a yeah. teenager trying to rap back in the days. And um, but, it, but to be honest, at 36, I'm still I still feel like I'm trying to find my voice, man. Like yeah, I'm still developing my style, so it's probably never ending. Trying to figure out like how to make the perfect album, you know? Oh yeah, I yeah, that's uh, <laughs> I think that that might be the journey for <laughs> for any. For any musician is uh so so how is your like how even creating an album you know what how is your creative process you know what what things um do you feel like okay if I'm looking to to make the perfect album yeah. you know or at least at least strive to do that what is what's what's your creative process on that so what stood out to me for this last album Act Two um, I did something different I just recorded so many songs for 2020 you know the pandemic gave me a lot of time. You know, it, it canceled our shows, so I felt like I had a lot of energy to give to the studio. So I spent more time in the lab. I recorded like 100 joints. The best 20 made the album, mm -hmm. and the other 80, I just scattered it like different mixtapes, and I dropped like a mixtape every two every two months during, during the pandemic. Oh, wow. Like every holiday, I would drop a mixtape, like, you know, so... Um, I feel like that process works because you have a lot to choose from and the more songs you make, I think the more it keeps polishing the craft and yeah. I just feel like I find that the way for me now. Okay. Just record a lot of songs, you know, it's for practice. Yeah. It's to sharpen the craft. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I hear you. I mean, that's a, yeah, that's a, that's a great, um, great way to go about it i mean it's it's uh <clears throat> yeah even even with the the creative work that i do you know i'm i'm usually doing a lot of design work and Tight. and uh i do a lot of you know illustration work and even with the podcast you know um but besides doing this um <laughs> you know i'm i, I do a lot of part-time coaching and you know i help you know train uh mma fighters and you know being able to talk to them that helps me sort of fine-tune my craft uh, for this, for the podcast, you train and, MMA fighters. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I can't hang with y'all, but can you train me? I look messed up out here. I, again. Yeah, we'll talk. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk. I can definitely, definitely try to help you out. Ladies and gents, Michael uh, J. White's making me feel inferior about myself right no. now. <laughs> I feel really small and thin and out of shape right now. I should have done some push-ups before I came, but I didn't. Instead, no, I was sitting in my car eating some more chicharron. That's what I was doing in my car. I'm sorry, go ahead. So, um. So uh, from from what I've noticed, even with some of the um, some of the uh, music videos, uh, you, you seem to be a, a pretty good, uh, like a, a real big advocate for the, for the youth and, and trying to give that positivity. Um, what was what's the start of that? Like what I mean, I, what was the natural transgression, uh, you know, as far as the natural path for you to, you know, I would assume maybe um, your your brothers, your relatives helped you out and then you wanted to give back or. What was what was that story so on that? My mom was a teacher, my grandpa was a teacher, my aunties, my sister's a teacher, uh, my cousin's a teacher. Um, although, <clears throat> although my my family never pushed education upon us, it just seems like. Well, I graduated in Cascade Fullerton, uh, Human Services, so I had a BA in like, um, you know, social like I had a BA in like, mental health and substance abuse treatment. And when I graduated, to be honest, I didn't know what, I wasn't sure what to do either with that degree. I know I went to school for it, but graduating after school, like, what now? So 
to be honest, bro, I just started sending resumes everywhere. And I knew that I wanted to work with kids because even in college, I was I was I always had a tutoring job tutoring kids. I always tutored kids in college. So that always kind of stuck with me. But I think I probably saw that from my mom being a teacher and just my family being teachers. <laughs> it was just around me. Um, so I think <clears throat> that's the root of that to give back to the youth. But autism is a whole nother story. It's a whole nother thing. I just feel like, you know, I believe in God and I, uh, I am a spiritual person and I felt like maybe God placed me in San Diego too. And I, at the time when I was looking for a job, I was trying to land anything. Yeah. I was ready to deliver pizza up in this joint and it's cool. I was just trying to make it work. But I landed an interview, my first job ever working with, the, working with kids with autism. Um, I got hired to, to work for a school district in um, El Cajon, East County, San Diego. And um, it was the first... It was the first child with autism that I've ever met. Yeah. And I actually just spoke to him the other day. You know, we've kept in touch, you know. Um, he's 22 now, about to start his first year in college. And I'm proud. I'm proud of him, you know. He has a girlfriend and everything. Oh, wow. He beat me in life, you know what I'm saying? No, but um, I'm proud of him. And I've dedicated a good amount of my life, like maybe t 11 years now, doing behavior therapy for kids with autism and also doing home care for kids with autism tutoring kids with autism mm -hmm. you know so, so um so even even with that i mean what's what are the the, the challenges like i said I, i've never dealt or experienced that um i i know just from offhand experience you know people's had struggles with that what what's been your i mean has it been i, I would assume it's been enjoyable but what has been the things that you've had to adjust perhaps maybe within yourself to be like or like how do you you know help out a kid like that so with autism um this is just my so we do aba therapy mm -hmm. it's it's a treatment on how we can at least manage the behaviors um try to lessen the behaviors yeah um but it's not going to work without consistency mm -hmm. you know yeah it needs to be applied daily yeah. consistently um, we work on everything from behaviors, daily life skills, how to be compliant in the classroom, mm -hmm. how to start a conversation, end the conversation, um, how to show respect to others, yeah. how to read social cues, um, everything. And it's not just academics, you know. Yeah, we're teaching them how to. We're teaching them how to be. How to function independently in this society as much as possible. Um, and as the years go by, the problems become different, you know, behaviors differ, you know, yeah. and every child is not the same, you know what I'm saying? So autism has taught me a lot about the mental health field and about children and um, the other factors that influence the child, like home factors, stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? Just, yeah. There's a lot that goes in on, even though I don't have kids of my own, but just working around them for 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 so long, I... I feel like I've been raising kids for a living for a while, man. So me too. <laughs> Where, you got kids? Uh, yeah, I've got I've got uh, I've got two sons, got four grandkids. What? what and uh, time out. <laughs> so, Did he say he got four? Yeah, actually, it's actually it's actually from one my, my oldest stepson, and he's got like I said, he's got kids. So uh, yeah, um, been married for about seventeen years now, and but uh, you got like a grandkid out of your own 
no, no. Oh, wow, I was going to say. No, no. Um, I was like, you look like you're <laughs> but those, 36. He looks like he's 30. Yeah. <laughs> but I do. I kept, they're, they are my, I, I, I've raised them up since they was little. Good job, man. Since they was babies. Good and, job, uh, man. you know, they. It's yours. It's your grandkids. Yeah, all of them are on group text with me. Uh, we talk constantly, so grandpa um, will whoop yo. <laughs> yeah, they. Yeah, I've been beating them up. I've been beating them up a little bit, but uh, yeah, I, I definitely know how that feels. Like you know, you just it takes it. It honestly, it takes a special person to not really have your own, but to be able to raise you know raise kids and and be in that environment to where yeah. you're teaching kids. Um, it, a lot of teachers, I. Honestly, you don't get paid enough uh, for for the things that you re- you know really have to do. I mean, you're helping, guiding, and, and molding um, the lives of all these kids. Yeah. And uh, it's like I said, I definitely I always give applaud uh, to all my teachers. Like I said, I'm I'm real big on yo man. Props pe- to everybody so, doing that in the field of education. Um, you know. So going back, uh, just circling back around to even your uh, your, your music, I, I heard you got a, a new album out. Yes. Um, talk, talk a little bit about your album. So the album's called Act Two. It came out August 2020, 20 songs. The first single's called Change Is Gonna Come. And um, so that's the first music video that we put out in October. And the plans of doing more got a little delayed with the COVID <laughs> and everything. Um, Never really got a chance to do shows for this album because everything's canceled, but mm-hmm. I did get a chance to um, really promote it on a lot of uh, podcast platforms, um, and I started my own podcast, and the song, the music, you know, I titled it Act Two because I felt like, you know, life's changing, the world's changing, and American society is turning a... a we're turning a point, you know? Yeah. We're turning a corner right now, and I just feel like everyone could use a change, and the name of the first single is Change Is Gonna Come. Sometimes in life, I feel like even us personally, like, we all could use a change, you know? Oh, yeah. We all could change. Yep. We all need a change sometimes, and, you know, we can stay in our comfort, comfort zone for years, and that's not good, you know? So, you know, this, the the album's personal, but it's I believe it's also political and spiritual. You know, I, mm-hmm. I touched on a lot of aspects that us Americans are thinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes rapping was has always been an outlet to like express myself and say what I really wanted to say. Yeah. Over beats though, you know, like <laughs> let it let it rhyme. You gotta let it rhyme, you know? But um it means a lot to me. It's my tenth official album. Um, I've been dropping albums and mixtapes every year since 2000, since 2006. Wow. If I didn't drop an album, I definitely dropped a mixtape. So I've just been in a constant grind trying to, trying to figure out how to make like the best albums that I can make, you know, and I took a little year off, like from 2018, 2019, pursued Mm -hmm. some, I pursued theater acting, you know, um, I did some indie films, short films, but the whole time I was doing that, I really just took a break from hitting the road. But I always went back to the studio. Yeah, I was always recording in the studio, and that's how I got a hundred songs done. Like, wow! <laughs> I was surprised how much I got done. Pursuing acting it was weird. Some people told me like, "Yo, watch out! You might just like forget about rapping and not come back to the studio." But it actually worked the opposite. Like, yeah. The more I spent time in the studio, it was you know life's crazy. Yeah. You, you don't know till you try. Yep. And you don't know what you you don't really know what you're capable of till you try, you know? Yeah, I, I think last year was definitely evident of uh, you know, people, you know, wanting to make that change or and sort of seeing on uh, like, you know, just the things that they value 
in, in life. Yeah. You know, it's just like, you know, what do you really value? Um, uh, I know just coming as from the perspective of like creatives and, you know, creators is, you know, I, I'm always real big on trying to figure out ways to, um, you know, tr to the express my gifts and, uh, you know, figure out ways man. to uh, even even through last year, you know, figure out ways like how could I create more, um, you know, uh, even either creating more opportunities for others or, or creating things that would um, perhaps inspire uh, people or, you know, anything like that. So it's just, yeah, it's one of those where I, I think last year was definitely a. Um, that that crucial point to where it it really forced people to sort of look at themselves and and be like I, you know something, something's got to change here and uh, you know you're at it's uh, life is it's too short I mean it's, it's too short man and even even yes. coming out with a hundred songs I mean there's I'm like I'm thinking about like there's there's not a lot of artists that can say hey look I knocked out a hundred hundred songs I mean it's just that is a like a brutal just a maniacal consistency that's. <sighs> Yeah, you that's know. amazing to me, and and that's coming from a um, from an athletic my athletic background, and, and from a training standpoint, is like that that consistency. That's what that's what kills people. Like I look at emceeing like basketball. Yeah, you just have to keep shooting. Yep, every song's a shot. Every verse, every rhyme is a shot, and you're constantly working in your game to get better. You know, and that's how I see emceeing. <laughs> And it's not something that you can pop in and out of every three, four, five <laughs> years. It's just not like that. Yeah. We know what happened to the rappers <laughs> yeah. that come out every four, five years. <laughs> and the only one that's really be been consistent are those who never took years off. Yeah. And um, so I'm always, at this point, I'm 36. I think I'm really just concerned with longevity. Mm -hmm. I just want to, not, not even necessarily like fame. I just want... I just want to make sure I keep doing it. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's, that's the bigger goal for me, you know? Oh, yeah. That, hey. Just to keep doing it. Yeah, that's a great goal. And then that's the same thing for me. I mean, it's one of those where I sort of see a, a lot of the things that I'm doing is like, yeah, I do have the ambitions of like, hey, that'd be awesome if, you know, I my business grew to such and such or, you know, I created something that would, you know, touch the lives of millions of people. But I don't. I sort of see my creative work as because I'm a I'm a big Spurs fan. I love my Spurs, and I always see it as just being consistent. Like I'm not going to win every every time. That's not my goal. I want to be about if I can look at the whole scope of my work and be like, hey, I was consistent. You got a body of work. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. You got a uh, body of work. You know, even with uh, you know a lot of my client work. You know, if I can hit you know a, a lot of my projects and or just the things that I'm doing do, do a consistent basis uh, even from a personal relationship standpoint as a husband as a father grandfather as a business person as a creative if I can just show up at, at 85 percent and just be consistent I'm gonna have those spurts to where hey look I can I can pick it up I can be that 100 percent for that one day it it may or may not happen, but I just want to be consistent. Yeah. So that's, yeah, I think you brought up a great point on that. I think consistency is key. Yeah. I think consistency beats talent. Yes. And I think talent counts. Don't get me wrong. I think talent can get you through the door, but I think it's, it's consistency that's going to keep you here. And it's the whole package, bro. Like, for example, I can't do this and just eat unhealthy and not run at all and <laughs> For real though, yeah. <laughs> I, I have to I have to work out. Do I like running two miles? No, bro. But I gotta look like Michael J. White up in here, so I can. I, look, I, I can't be rapping and not look like LL. I look like 
the janitor. So <laughs> it's like eating healthy, making sure I'm feeding the right things in my mind, yeah. making sure I'm keeping my circle sucker free and like just making sure everyone that's in my life is good for me. Mm-hmm. All that is the whole package to like to stay sane and to be an artist. <laughs> to anyone watching, you know, artists, you know, we're a little cuckoo. Mm-hmm. We require a lot of time alone and we, we require a lot of isolation so we can recharge and, re- and create. So it's like um, we got our own demons, but I think that's what actually makes us artists. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We got our demons and we got our insecurities, but to be an artist means like you got you to gotta bear all that and you got to expose it. You got to expose your wounds, you know? So yeah. I'm constantly trying to find my voice and find a new sound for every project I do. And, um, yeah, longevity is my goal. Yeah. So, uh, even with your, uh, with your music, with, with everything that you're doing, I mean, I know for everyone, uh, their, their creative journey is, is, is different, but where, where, where has been the sort of the, the struggles through the course of your, um, life? Like what things have you been like, um, Struggles in yeah, my life. Yeah, that you felt like this has been a, you know, this has been an obstacle, it's been a challenge, and maybe you found a way to get through it, or maybe you're still dealing with it now. Yeah, man. This is a part two of the podcast. I don't know. We're going to take another two hours just to <laughs> yeah, talk we about have, my struggles. Yeah, yeah we may have to Are we come gonna back gonna to talk that talk about childhood struggles, <laughs> relationships. I'm just kidding. No, um, there's a lot of struggles in the music industry, yeah. and I was asked the other day if I have any advice to those who are young and trying to get in it. I said, yo, man, if you're going to get in this industry, make sure you love music. Make sure you love making music. Make sure, make sure you love creating and you love performing music. If you're just getting in this for other reasons, you're not going to last, you know? Mm-hmm. You really have to love music, and you have to be a fan of hip-hop, especially hip-hop music. Yeah. You gotta stay in tune to what's going on. It's 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 an industry that's constantly changing every every four years, right? Yeah. So, the challenges I face it all, man. Being re- being of course rejected in the industry, mm-hmm. being um being um you know it's a lot of backstabbing too in the industry, yeah. a lot of shadiness in the industry. You, you name it all. Yeah. It's it's in the <laughs> it's in the hip hop industry, <laughs> and I don't want to bash hip hop. I love the hip hop culture. I just love emceeing, man. Yeah. But unfortunately, we are going to cross paths in the music business. Like, you have a choice. You just want to be an artist or you want to be in the business. Mm-hmm. You can be both, you know? Yeah. Or or you can just be in the business and not have any soul and just do it without no soul in you and not you don't got music in your heart. Yeah. You're just in it for the business. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I've experienced those type of cats too, you know? Yeah. Um. But I think all the challenges I went through in the music industry and my personal struggles, I think it just, like, life's not perfect, bro, you know? Mm-hmm. It's ups and downs, dog, you know? Yep. We have our good moments in life, and sometimes we flop. Yep. Some songs work, some some songs don't. Some albums streamed and sold a lot, some didn't. Some shows sold a bunch of tickets, <laughs> some no one showed up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. The more I went through those journeys and ups and downs in life, next thing you know, you you wake up, you're you're like it's like life goes so fast, bro. It's I'm 36, like what the fuck? I'm 36 now. <laughs> what did I do in my 20s? Oh, that's what I did. I dedicated it all to hip hop. Like, yeah. But as you get older in this thing, you you realize I have other. I may have other potential that I never tried. Like, 
acting, starting a podcast, you know, mm-hmm. like. <laughs> so what's the, what's the name of your podcast? MD Podcast. Okay. It's now out on Spotify. It's really hip hop commentary, but it's not limited to that. Yeah. I also highlight those who are in the mental health field, healers, those who are advocating for mental health, mm-hmm. those who are just advocating for a community, you know, people yeah. of color. Um, I feel like the minority stories needs to be heard, you know, yeah. or we're a big part of a United States of America, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> um, and the Filipino voice, I feel like hasn't been heard, you know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of Filipinos doing it, you know, but, and I'm just one of them, but I take it back to people's childhood a little bit and we go back to day one, you know, yeah. because I think that really, it really sets the trajectory of where you're headed in life if we if we go back to your roots a little bit. Mm-hmm. So it's been therapeutic for me too, you know. Yeah. So um, going through, uh, what is uh, what's what's inspiring you right now? Man, um, I'm working on an EP that I'm, I want to put out by springtime. It's pr- uh, currently produced by Joey Dixon. He's from San Diego. Mm-hmm. And right now, uh, uh, just different producers, a new set of producers in San Diego giving me beats. Um, my album just came out five months ago. I'm not, in a, I'm not in a real rush to put out my next solo. Mm-hmm. So to be honest, I've just been doing EPs for people, like four joints with this cat, four joints with that cat. Yeah. Let's, let's make EPs just, just to keep it bubbling, just, just to keep music out there mm-hmm. while I'm prepping for my solo album yeah. um so i'm working on all i'm working on music with others and i'm working on my solo album um it's inspiring me bro just to have brand new energy around me yeah brand new ideas brand new sounds um i've been i've been really inspired by the healers i've interviewed mm-hmm. um i just think trauma and and pain and it's always been a part of my music yeah and when I'm interviewing these Reiki healers on my podcast, I realize, bro, like mental health is a real thing. Yes, it is. Bro, I don't know what type of America our parents or what I know. I know, like, in the time, the generation before us, bro, like our parents, whether they're from the old school Philippines or here, I know they went through a lot of sh- a lot of stuff. Yeah. Well, I, I, I almost slipped. <laughs> <I'm, laughs> let me work it. Let me work it. Flip it, flip it in reverse. All right. So I feel like our parents had went through a lot of trauma. Yeah. And I know they don't talk about it a lot, but of course they took it out on us sometimes. Mm-hmm. Maybe a lot. Maybe half of our childhood they took it out on us. And I'm I'm trying to understand myself a little better now, bro. Trying to be a better man, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Trying to get healthier mind, body, and soul, you know what I'm saying? Yep. And I feel like, that's my main goal. Like, how can I be a provider for a family? Or and I don't, you know, no, I'm not married or kids or nothing. But to, to prepare for that, it's like, like I'm not ready in so many ways. But at least I, I recognize that, you know. Just hey, I'm gonna tell you. Trying to get better at it, though, bro. From I've experience, wilding, um, I've been wilding out for so long. I need to hey, there is, there is no manual on the on the parent. <laughs> <laughs> the parent, parent handbook. I wish there was a manual for it. It's it's one of those where you, uh, I tell myself that now. I mean, I, I go back and you know, I was like, man, I, I really wish I would have sort of changed that about me. Uh, but it's it's one of it's a process. It's one of those now. Uh, you know, you you live, experience it, and you you grow from it, and you, you become a better person for it. And and for that, like I said, it, like and whenever you're 
you know, have a family of your own, you know, it's it's one of those where, okay, now you can go from experience and be like, okay, this is this is how I want to, you know, want my family to be and my kids, how, how I want to, you know, respect them, how I want to, you know, how teach them things. Them, yeah. yeah. And that, that that's the thing that sort of concerns me. That's something I'm real big on is just like, yep. you know, even with the things that I'm doing, I'm, I'm looking to try to leave a legacy. You know, course, I'm, I, I want to, I want to say, Hey, look, this is, I'm not a rich, rich person, but I can give you all my knowledge and wisdom and be like, Hey, this is, this is the things that I, you know, learned through the course of my life. Um, and I want to give it to you and, uh, hopefully you can make this, um, you know, make this society, make this planet a, a better place, um, for future generations. So, and sometimes we think about wealth, like money and, um, sometimes we, we can be wealthy with money, but we're not wealthy here. We're not wealthy yeah. in, in, you know, in your soul, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And I, in, in such a capitalistic country, you know what I'm saying? Especially with what happened in the pandemic. Yeah. A lot of Americans got laid off. It's like, you know, this country was always built on money. And it's like, when Americans can't get enough of it, we go a little crazy too. Yeah. Because we're struggling right now, bro. You know, yeah. it's, it's a struggle in this country, and I'm gonna be honest, bro. That's all I've been rapping about. What's going on around us? There's so much craziness and madness mm-hmm. in all levels of the U.S. and the world. You know, it's like yeah. the whole world needs healing, dog. The whole country, yep. man. The whole country. You know, we never got a chance to take a break. It's like one <laughs> after the other. Yeah. And these times, I get, I do get closer to God, and I do believe in the higher source, man. Oh, yeah. I believe in the higher source. I talk to a higher source, and I rely on the higher source. It's, it's We need God more than ever these days, bro. That's all I've been feeling, man. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, going down to uh, creative tips. Uh, this is something I, I ask all of my guests, and uh, I, I love collecting them because I like hearing them, and, and it's sort of, sort of they, they, they all become sort of a part of me. But yeah. Um, what is what is a creative tip or tips that you can provide our audience? Creative tips to stay creative. Yeah, yep. Just that. Yeah, creative tip. It could be anything that uh, that's helped you out that maybe you want to share with our audience. For all those making uh, making music, making hip hop music, guys, to stay creative, we got to take it back to being a fan. And what I mean is, you got to look out for the for the new music coming out. Sometimes you have to be a troll and really look for music and really see what they're p- putting out. You got to get a good gauge of what, what music is being put out around you. And especially if you're really trying to do the music, music business. Now, if you want to be just an artist and do it for fun, then you can just do what you want. But as you get older into this, you're going to find out that the more you believe in doing what you want, you don't got to chase these people. They're going to come to you, you know. Like you're, you're gonna develop your own audience just by sticking to your guns. Mm-hmm. And for others who are creating, I feel like you do need breaks from creating. If you're not feeling it no more, step away from it for a while and just come back. But you do gotta take care of your health though, because sometimes creating can be stressful. You can take it to the heart because you're so perfection, you're such a perfectionist, but it's the detail that counts though, you know, and I get it, you know. I'm detailed and I get it guys, but you got to take some healthy breaks from creating. Yeah. You hey, can't drive yourself crazy doing this. I'm, I am sure. <laughs> yes, you can. I'm, I am sure that. <laughs> that negative self-talk, that negative self-talk 
that can drive you crazy. Like, it's not perfect like I want it. Yeah. It can drive you crazy, man. So just be nice to yourself, too. Yeah, I talk to that monster every day. <laughs> um, <laughs> so what is um, your the ideal crate of life? You know, if we'll say we'll just throw, you know, money out of the way. If you had that perfect mix of a day, what what would it be? That perfect 24 hours, what would it, what would it consist of? Start running uh, two miles before I get work started, and work work with the kiddos. Mm-hmm. I usually, I've been scheduling my my uh, my clients from like early afternoon to about eight seven p.m. and I usually record pot my podcast episodes throughout the week if people are available to do it. I just do it through the phone. You know, my my setup is not like this. <laughs> Mine's just like an iPhone. You you ready, dog? I'm ready. All right, let's go. Hey, that's you keep creating that content. That's how you do it. <laughs> I wish I had a setup like this. This is really nice. But um, yeah, and talk to my loved ones. I try to keep in touch with my loved ones as much as possible. Um, family or friends I haven't spoken to in a while. I just I feel like that's important. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to do it more. Yeah, we need to see people more. But it's just it's been hard getting together sometimes. You know, like this pandemic. You know, um, but. Yeah, I'm learning more how to like make time for people I love, bro. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not perfect, man. You know, yeah. I'm trying. You know. Yeah. <laughs> um. So what? What? And I say anyway. I know we've talked about this um a little bit uh, in this in the show, but uh, what what projects are you brewing on right now? So what things are percolating right now? So me and Joey Dixon got a project coming out. It's an EP called Thirteenth and Broadway. We call it that because that's where we've been recording in downtown San Diego. Um. <laughs> The production for this man, it's really, it's really crazy. I know that's a cliche for rappers to say that, but it's a different sound from Act Two, and we're trying to keep it solid, like maybe just eight to ten joints. Act Two was twenty joints, so eight to ten. Um, I did an EP with Before Two, that's four songs, and and yeah, we're just in the studio constantly perfecting the the mix, and I'm constantly writing for my solo album. I'm not dropping mine till 2022. So that's the plan right now. So 13th and Broadway, uh, around springtime. Um, and the podcast, uh, I'm on season two for the podcast. There's a lot more, there's a, there's a lot more interviews coming out. Uh, I got 27 episodes out now, and I got the next 25 already shot and edited, just ready to like go. And I've just been kind of dropping it once or twice a week. Shout out to my graphic designer, Reef, that's been um, helping me put out the flyers. Um, and everybody tuning in, um, I I was really surprised how much my guests have um, been vulnerable and like opening up and just telling your story. It's humbling, man. Like it takes guts to tell your story, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, and expose exposing their pain. I've just been really humbled, man. And the funny thing about life is these conversations that I'm having in the podcast are the that is the inspiration in writing these raps, you know? Yeah. And this, writing this this next set of albums, these next set of projects. And I'm constantly looking for inspiration, you know? And I'm finding it through the people right now, you know? That's great. My peoples, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's great. Yeah, it's, yeah same thing with the with this podcast. You know, everybody, everybody that I bring on, man, they, they have uh, infected me in some way or the other, Inspires you know? You, and it's, it's one of those where... You know, I, I think I'm working hard until I see someone else or, you know, I'm like, you know, or maybe getting a, a new idea or a new insight. You know, it's just 
it, it is a, a blessing to, to have people like you and, and, and others um, on this podcast and be able to uh, absorb all that information so I can use it and implement it and then share it out to others. Um, so how can, you know, how can people reach out to you, um, get, you know, buy some of your music, um, support you? What, how do, what's the best way to get in touch with you? So my latest album, Act Two, is now available in all digital stores, digital platforms, and my catalog from 2005 to 2020 is also available in uh, iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, Tidal, and um, mcmarlind.bandcamp.com. It's my website for all my albums and mixtapes, too. Um, you can purchase it directly there, too, or you can stream it online. But if you want to purchase it on my website, that'll help a brother out, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, my podcast can be found on Spotify, Apple, um, AMD Podcast. You can find me on Facebook, Marlon D, um, Instagram at AMD Lens, AMD L-E-N-S. Um, my, my new music video, Change Is Gonna Come, is now on YouTube. And thanks to everybody that's been helping me. You know, like being an indie artist, dog, it takes, it takes the people mm -hmm. to make this happen, you know? And people like you, bro, will always be a part of my journey. And, and I always keep in touch. It's like... Yo, man, that's a good dude. And I got to have you, bro, on my platform. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. And, like, you know, and, I, like, I, I want to know about your story because I know that you got one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because people who are in shape and, and handling things, <laughs> running business, you know that they're focused and they understand consistency, you know? Yeah. It's something to be something to be spoken of, you know? Uh, That's it. And Twitter. Oh, yeah, I don't really use Twitter, but Twitter at MC Marlin D. So. Okay. Hopefully y'all we can connect, guys. Oh, and I got a movie out on Amazon Prime called The Year I Did Nothing. <laughs> what? Um, so I did an indie film um, in 2019 directed by Anna Barreto. Uh, she's a Filipino uh, filmmaker. And it got out there in the indie scene, in the indie route. Um, it got out there in Guam, PBS Guam. Uh, and we were premiering it all over Seattle, Cali, and even North Carolina, and New York, and... We got it out on uh, Amazon Prime, and it's a story about the Fili a Filipino family who immigrated to the U.S., and it, it details what Filipinos go through to come to the U.S. Mm -hmm. to get officialized and stamp and the passport and the visa, like what we go through, bro. Yeah. And I had like maybe five to seven lines in my native language, Tagalog, but I was really happy for the opportunity. So um, I've al we've also been promoting that on the indie tip, you know? Um, I really miss the shows. Hopefully, we can rock shows soon, man. Yeah, yeah. I think I, you know, when I, I think the way it's the way everything is sort of uh, hopefully settling down. I, I think there's gonna be some more uh, event venues and things opening back up. So that's what that's what I'm hoping. It, it America's I, ready. Like, yeah, I'm telling you, it's once once it says hey, open them concerts, them tickets are gonna be <laughs> flying off the shelves. Let me ask you something, bro. I want to learn from you. Um, what have you been doing to keep your sanity during this tough time in America? Like, what you've been doing, dog, to encourage yourself and keep yourself motivated, you know? Yeah, hey, great question. What's your um, secret? I am, uh, I, I meditate. I, I'm, I'm very, um, uh, I am an introvert. I'm Good. very uh, uh, introspective. Uh, I, I love doing a lot of reading, writing, journaling, Um uh, I do a lot of a lot of praying, a lot of meditation. But yeah, every every time I get up in the morning, um, I, I get up and I, I first thing I do is I, I sit sit there about 15, 20 minutes and and hit my get my meditation in, get my prayer in. And you do physical and, uh, training. For oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 
from my like I said, I wrestled uh, in college, so it's one of those where I've actually throttled down a little bit. I, I usually I would work out like twice a day. Um, with my time constraints right now, um, I'll get up in the morning and work out. Sometimes, depending if I if I'm coaching, um, I'll, I'll go in and, and coach and, and work out that same day. But uh, yeah, just just consistent. I've I've not stopped since golly. I think I started actually wrestling and everything even doing sports um you know i was around probably like 10 or 11 and yeah. just i hadn't stopped you know i i've coached um college coached high school and um you know just being out here training and um yeah i just just hadn't stopped um and that's just one of those where uh i, I think that just goes back to um anybody that's that's maybe striving to do anything never you know you you're the author of your own story never never let anyone else get that pen and, and write what you're supposed to do and what you're supposed exactly. not to do so um that's something i'm i'm real uh i'm an advocate for it's something i want to sort of share out to to other people is that hey you know no one no one didn't ever tell you you didn't have to stop you know when you hit 40 or 45 nah, man. no one said to stop nah, man. so you you told yourself to stop exactly people so, told you and yeah you listened you know? um so that, that definitely um meditation prayer and honestly i i, I found I, I had more joy um giving back to others you know even doing this podcast um giving to to organizations uh, uh that dealt with hunger that dealt with the arts um here uh shout out to studio ace and uh hungry for a day that's in atlanta georgia uh, studio ace is in oceanside california uh well here in town that's a, a arts uh, organization but yeah gave uh gave my time and 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 money and and doing this podcast and bringing on people uh i easily easily could have been like well COVID hit i'm just gonna stop it until and you no, kept doing your thing yeah, man you just, so right now the things that are happening in my life right now is evident of the things that happened last year and the the seeds that I, I planted for that to, to happen. And you just have to be bold and courageous to do it. Got you. So that's what I can give. Uh, hopefully, whoever hears this is, um, hey, be bold, leave, live courageously, and um, quiet your mind. Because like I said, those monsters will talk to you daily and they will tell you things that – you know, it's, it's easy to give up, easy to say, hey, maybe I just need to pivot and go, you know, just stop what I'm doing. No, just keep going. Keep going. So um, that's that's what I can give. That's what helped me out. Uh, it kept me sane and uh, kept me because it was rocky, um, you know, from a personal and business standpoint. Yeah. Uh, but you just learn to, you know, if you're on a ship, it's going to be rocky anyway. You keep going to it, towards that destination. So. And guys, the keywords try. Yeah. You got to at least try. Yep. Like, and guess what? You're going to find out if you're good at it or not. Yeah. And even <laughs> if you feel like you're not good at it, guess what, dude? Guess what? You got to put in work to get good at it. Yep. <laughs> that, is, that is a fact. <laughs> too many people give up too soon. And if you are good at it, if you find out you are good at it, guess what? You're going to keep doing it. Yeah. So you just have to try, man. You got to try. Yeah. So what you know what? So what are your what are your uh, words of wisdom before we sign off for this episode? What's some words of wisdom that you can give somebody that whoever is going to hear this here in the next uh, week or so, um, you know, they hear these words and like, man, that may have changed my life. Uh, what, what's some words of wisdom you can give somebody? Guys, what I'm learning about in my journey right now, and I'm not perfect, by the way. Um, it's not like it's wisdom. It's just what I've learned about myself. 
um, you gotta put yourself first sometimes. Yeah. You gotta love yourself all the time. Most definitely. But that doesn't mean harm everybody around you. It just means you gotta put yourself sometimes. A no is a no. Sometimes you gotta say that. A no is a no. It's part of taking care of yourself. It's part of honoring yourself. Um, to everybody out there trying to get into the music business, entertainment, um, I hope that you're spiritually sound. I hope that you believe in your craft. And I hope that you, you believe in yourself. And if it, if it no longer serves you or gives you a purpose, it makes you feel good, maybe you have to either take a break or walk away mm-hmm. for a while at least. Um, and keep praying to God. I think we need that more. We need God more than ever. And we need to be more spiritual these days and take care of ourselves. And life's too short, guys. Hope you, hope you stay kind to yourself and others, you know? Um, yeah. That's great. That's awesome. So, hey, once again, um, just got a new, um, got an upcoming album coming out. Uh, it's got some music out right now. I'll put all of his information uh, in the show notes once this uh, episode produces and is released. Um, Want to give some quick shout outs. Shout out to Cobopod once again for this beautiful venue. Uh, thank you to my guys, Peyton and, and Dave. Um, Thanks, guys. You know, that. You know, for all the stuff that I put out and, you know, I'll put out all kinds of, uh, you know, graphics and and video content and everything else for the podcast. Uh, they are literally the ones behind all the all the magic. I could I could not even do this without without them. Straight up. Um, so uh, if you get a chance, um, Dave is a uh, beautiful um, uh, abstract impressionist, uh, actually abstract uh, painter. He's, he's got paintings all over. Um Check him out. Uh, I'll put his uh, information in the show notes. Peyton is a uh, wonderful photographer. Um, and uh, like I said, he helps uh, um, take the, the photos for this uh, podcast. Uh, I'll put his uh, tag in the in the, uh, in the show notes, too. I think he's selling a couple of his uh, um, photo uh, photos and everything. So, uh, yeah, man, just um, artists, supporting artists around here. Um, and I, I, I'm a big advocate of when I magnify and give out that um you know um you know share some love to to people that's doing their thing um that love always circulates and comes back so i will keep sharing love however (laughs) however i can and and, do your thing man but um yeah hey this is a great uh episode very enlightening hopefully all these um musicians i got a lot of music music uh, musician fans on the east and west coast you gonna love this episode when this releases. Uh, so thank you to Cobopod. Thank you to Elevate Coffee. Uh, thank you to uh, Astropad. Thank you to Panels Coffee and Comic Book Bar. And uh, once again, this has been a, another episode with Marlon D. Thank you so much for having me, bro. I'm really honored with, to be here. Thank you. And with me, um, like I said, be creative, stay inspired.